Take note that in this series, I aggregate diverse viewpoints, opinions, analysis, interpretations, and doctrines of many secular sources and Christian denominations, including Catholic, Protestant, Orthodox, and many others. As a historian, my goal is to remain objective and open-minded in search of the historical Jesus. Welcome to Historical Jesus. I'm Mark Vinette. Let's continue to follow Joseph's obedient journey in passages from the Gospel of Matthew. The story of Joseph's response to Mary's pregnancy through the Holy Spirit reveals profound insights into ancient Jewish culture, marriage customs, and the significance of Joseph's obedience. By diving into the background and cultural nuances of this passage, a fresh perspective is offered on Joseph's reaction from adultery to adoption by the Protestant Hearing Jesus podcast, followed by a few traditional Catholic interpretations. I'm reading through Matthew. In verse 25, it says that Joseph and Mary maintain abstinence until after Jesus is born not just as a fulfillment of that Jewish law about purity, but they want to make sure that there's no question about Jesus being virgin born. But that word until helps us understand that that was not a permanent thing. And after Jesus was born, they become a fully integrated couple and they even go on to have other children. And so it's a common misconception that Mary remained a virgin her entire life. It's just not true. There's an important aspect I want to make sure that you don't miss. It's this note about adoption. See, when it says that Joseph named the baby Jesus, what we miss in that is this understanding of naming, the messianic line, where Jesus comes as a descendant of King David. One thing I think that we often overlook when we're reading this quickly is the fact that this happened through adoption. It was through Joseph's lineage that there was a connection to King David. We read it in verse 20. Joseph is called a son of David, just like Jesus is. But Mary conceived Jesus through the Holy Spirit, and it was through Joseph's adoption of Jesus that he gained that lineage. By Joseph naming Jesus, it's an indication to us that culturally he adopted him as his own son. That act of naming was a legal status in that culture. So we learn here that Joseph has adopted Jesus, and Jesus became his heir. Christians are sons and daughters of God through adoption, and it's a fact of the Christian experience. So after coming to faith in Jesus, Christians become united with him and his spirit enters into us and Christians are adopted into the family of God. It is a legal and binding contract. His heritage becomes Christian heritage. And in many ways, the adoption of Jesus right at the onset is a foreshadowing of the same process that God uses to invite us into his family. And we'll see that again and again throughout the New Testament. This was a culture that equated wisdom with age. And so Joseph and Mary's young age, 13, 14 years old, Mary would have been Joseph, maybe 18, the righteousness and the wisdom and the compassion that those two exhibited is something that the people around them would sit up and take notice of. And I think Christians should too. It's something that we often see in Matthew's gospel, this fact that young people could be an effective model of Christianity. 
the God of the universe who could have done this in any way he wanted to intentionally chose young people to be an effective model of what he requires. It means it's not complicated. It means that if they can do it, Christians can do it. It doesn't matter your age. The Holy Spirit falls upon all flesh. It's not like there's a junior version of the Holy Spirit for young people and a mature version of the Holy Spirit for older people. It's the same Holy Spirit. And so I think all of those insights are things that really bring a lot of value to the text when we understand the background information of this gospel. So given that insight, I'm going to go back and read Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 24. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. This was a pretty radical situation. And even though Joseph had experienced this dream and this message from the Holy Spirit, there was something else required. It was the obedience. It was the obedience on the part of Joseph. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Solemnity of St. Joseph, Husband of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We understand the impact of Mary's yes, which allows Jesus to come into the world, but what about the yes of Joseph? When this young woman, whom he is engaged to, turns out to be pregnant, Joseph overcomes his distress and says yes to the angel he sees in a dream and marries her. When Joseph is ready to bring Mary and the holy infant Jesus back from Bethlehem, he says yes when the angel tells him, take Jesus and Mary into Egypt. When it's time to return, he says yes again, but when he is warned not to go to Judea, his yes guides the holy family to Galilee and safety. Yes to Mary, yes to Egypt, yes to leaving Egypt, yes to Galilee. It's just that we never hear him say it. We never hear Joseph at all. All we know is that through his faith, obedience, and courage, Joseph saves the holy family again, again, and again. 
The silence of St. Joseph speaks to us across the centuries. St. Joseph as the husband of Mary and earthly father to Jesus and remember his unheard yes to marrying the Blessed Mother and guiding the Holy Family safely through extremely dangerous times and the everyday life of a family. St. Joseph the Worker We honor St. Joseph as the provider he was as he supported Jesus and Mary. They must have been a very close family. And Jesus would have seen St. Joseph working every day, helping him and ultimately learning the trade from St. Joseph. Jesus developed his earthly working skills through the teaching of St. Joseph, who must have been a very good carpenter. There is a spiral staircase with two 360-degree turns in a chapel built for the Sisters of Loretto in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that is an architectural marvel. When their chapel was completed in 1878, There were no stairs to the choir loft, just a ladder. The sisters asked many local carpenters to build one, but they all said it just wasn't possible because there wasn't enough room. Then, on the ninth day of a novena to St. Joseph, a mysterious man riding a donkey showed up looking for work. Over the next several weeks, the man built a beautiful staircase for the chapel and then left without pay. Many believe the mysterious worker was St. Joseph himself. As the greatest husband, father, and worker of all time, St. Joseph is also probably the most underappreciated saint of all time. I want to discuss St. Joseph and St. Joseph's Oratory in Montreal, built by St. Brother Andre, the miracle worker of Montreal, that blessed the sick with the oil from the lamp of the St. Joseph Shrine there. That is a one magnificent place in Montreal. If you're ever in Canada, in Montreal, or near Montreal, you certainly want to visit that shrine. The Holy House of Loreto. The holiest place in the world is in Loreto, Italy. The home of the Holy Family was in Nazareth, but was moved to Italy in 1291. According to tradition and witnesses, it was moved by the angels. St. Joseph is believed to have built the miraculous spiral take staircase in Santa Fe, New Mexico that was built without nails and has 33 steps. If you're ever in New Mexico near Santa Fe, you certainly want to go see those stairs. Devotion to St. Joseph. Consecration to St. Joseph. St. Joseph was a silent witness. St. Joseph is the patron of a happy death. St. Joseph is the terror of demons. St. Joseph, renowned offspring of David, light of the patriarchs, spouse of the mother of God, chaste guardian of the virgin, foster father of the Son of God, diligent protector of Christ, head of the Holy Family, Joseph most just, Joseph most chaste, Joseph most prudent, Joseph most strong, Joseph most obedient, Joseph most faithful, mirror of patience, lover of poverty, model of artisans, glory of home life, guardian of virgins, pillar of families, solace of the wretched, hope of the sick, patron of the dying, terror of demons, protector of holy church. From St. Peter Julian Amard. Devotion to St. Joseph is one of the choicest graces that God can give to a soul for it is tantamount to revealing the entire treasury of our Lord's graces. When God wishes to raise a soul to greater heights, he unites it to St. Joseph by giving it a strong love for the good saint. That was from St. Peter Julian Amard. I'm Mark Vinette. Thank you 
for sharing your time with me. 